It is a technological world, and uh, he's very plugged into everything that we're doing here on the shift because, well, ski season's over. Hey, Blaine. <laughs> well, maybe not over, over. Ooh, night skiing anyway was over. Yeah, night skiing's yeah. come to an end. Now I just have to try and find daytimes. But you know what? There's so much snow here. We could be skiing until June. That's exciting. The hill, the hills won't stay open that long because they're not no. making any money. But what about it might some... be another couple of days yet? Baseball stats. You going to do that again this year? You going to be the uh, the kids' ball team stats guy? Yeah, we share. That's that's work that we share among all of the parents. Sometimes yeah, it's nice bring, just like... to sit and watch. Next level iPad, satellite dish, radar guns. Like you got all the laser measurement devices. Like you got all the tech. No, really, it's just a matter of uh, you got to have a phone because that's the best way to track some of the statistics. There are packages out there where you can video games and actually stream them to fans who can't get to the games. Um, The problem is because our wireless networks are so expensive in Canada, it's kind of cost prohibitive to do that. In the States, it's much easier, um, especially because a lot of the ball diamonds in the States have Wi-Fi in that little centers. And so you don't have to pay. You don't have to use your mobile bandwidth to stream games to people. So we we talked about that. I don't think we're going to do that this year. That's cool. Yeah, you maybe have to get your own little hotspot. There's a really great app called Coach's Eye. I don't know if you know that one. It's uh, it's been out forever. It was one of the first ones that really allowed you to do frame by frame scrolling. And um, now, of course, on your phone, you can do that just inside your video app. But the one thing that's really cool about the coach's eye is that you can draw on it while you do all of your scrolling and stuff. So you could actually do swing planes and all those things. Um, Might be a might be a a good one for you for teaching the kids about might need to check that one out. Yeah, it's really good. Could be fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, That's not what we're here to talk about, but that was fun baseball dad okay um blaine kylo he likes the gaming uh, gaming he likes the gadgets let's start with the gaming uh i saw a really great video about someone that had taken their tv entertainment unit it was i think just an instagram channel and they turned it into a giant switch and so when you hit the button it opened up and the controllers kind of went out they were storage units in the sides but then there was the tv in the middle it was really cool what's going on with nintendo well, they had a big announcement uh, yesterday. There's this game, this new Legend of Zelda game. You might have heard of it, Tears of the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Game comes out on May 12th, but uh, released on April 28th is a very special edition Nintendo Switch OLED. It's actually got colors and designs from Tears of the Kingdom. It's actually quite lovely. And you get the console, a dock that you can put the console into so you can display on television if you don't want to play on the seven inch OLED screen and the controllers, you get that for $470. So that's about the price of uh, switch these days does not include the game. You still have to buy the game when it comes out on May 12th, but you can pre-order this special edition Nintendo switch. Now, if you don't want the switch, but you want something that's themed tears of the kingdom, there's also a pro controller the controller that you can use to play the game when you're playing it on the TV and a carrying case, which are also uh, designed with the colors and theme of tears of the kingdom. Those will be available on May 12th when the game launches. You can pre-order these things now. Pre-order these things. Um, 
are you excited about it? Is it is it one of those reboots that's going to be, or at least as you see it, um, is it going to whet the appetite of the classic game lover, or is it basically a new reinvention with the same brand, like um, badging strapped on the front? No, Tears of the Kingdom, I think, is going to take this summer by storm. I think it's going to be the game everybody's playing Ooh, for the summer. Um, Breath of the Wild was kind of a reinvention for the Legend of Zelda games, uh, a, a real open world, expansive game that took a lot from some of the open world games the other publishers have been making. Um, and I think that, but it, it had a uniquely Nintendo and Zelda feel to it. And I think that what we're seeing from Tears of the Kingdom so far is it's going to be Breath of the Wild and more. And so it's really, it's not a complete reinvention of what a Zelda game can be, but it's much broader, much bigger, and I think much more exciting. It's the game people will be playing this summer. All right, so uh, solocore.com, by the way, if you want to uh, follow along with what Blaine says and solocore on the Twitter. Uh, how about some losers in the game world? Because you got a couple here that are duds. If this is going to be Tears of the Kingdom going to be a, a rock star, then uh, you got a couple of duds. Well, not uh, too many duds. Um, we did play some VR2 games this week, and a couple of those weren't maybe as exciting as I'd hoped, but that's kind of par for the course with the PlayStation VR2 games because so many of them are just experiments with the interface itself. So Kayak VR Mirage, I thought maybe it might be something interesting, but really it's a kayak simulator. And that might be interesting to people who don't live where I live, where I can actually walk down the hill and kayak in the ocean anytime I want. So it's not the same, was, is it? Wasn't wasn't quite as exciting for me. Star Tenders Intergalactic Bartending was a little more fun. Uh, it, it is exactly what it says it is. You make drinks for aliens at a bar. It's kind of like the games where you have to make the meals for the customers that come up, except this one, you're mixing drinks. You've got to follow the recipes and use all the gadgets in the right way. It, that was actually more interesting than I thought. And the two games in the Moss series are actually among the best VR games available. Really interesting stories, compelling narratives. You actually play the reader. So you're kind of an omniscient um, being inside these games. And you guide Quill, a young mouse who is going, is navigating through these worlds. So it's really puzzles and puzzle challenges and, and navigation challenges. And you get to help Quill make their way through this space. So Moss and Moss Book 2, both available for PlayStation VR and for PlayStation VR 2. Really good narrative games that are fun to play. Um, and, and some new things for Apple Arcade. We've talked about Apple Arcade before. This is the subscription service that Apple provides. These are games that are ad-free and microtransaction-free with the subscription I, that you pay. I did realize why I said you had duds now, now that I... Uh, now that I've heard you tell the story about this. Now, why is that? Well, because the, the games are Osmos, Clue, and Human Fall Flat. Yes. I thought it was Clue, Osmos, and Human Fall Flat. Yeah, well, see, I didn't use the proper 
punctuation, apparently, or maybe you didn't read the punctuation. I don't know. I don't. I don't see how it's. I mean, there's not a lot of punctuation in it, but I still, in your defense, don't see how I could have got it so wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, these are three very different games, and they're new to Apple Arcade, and they're actually fun games. These are reasons that you might want to consider Apple Arcade as a subscription. Clue is really putting the classic board game onto your phone. You can play with AI or with friends. Um, and it's interesting how fun it is to play some of these board games on a digital device. We talked about Catan a couple of weeks ago and how much fun it is to play that. True for Clue as well. Osmos actually comes from Hemisphere Games, a studio run out of Nelson, BC. This is kind of cool because you play as a bubble and you have to absorb smaller bubbles in the arena that you're in to get bigger. But to move yourself forward, you actually lose some of your size. You actually shed small bubbles as you move. So if you try and move too quickly, you lose the size that you've just accumulated. So you've got to balance out moving and navigating through the space um, with trying to grow so that you can continue to absorb the smaller bubbles. You also have to avoid the larger bubbles because they will consume you if they touch you. Human Fall Flat is a physics-based platformer, and this has been around on console for a while, but it'll be really fun to play on your iPhone and your iPads. Really, it's a puzzle platformer where you've got these ragdoll bodies that you can sort of fling around through the world to try and make your way from one stage to another. So it's not human falling flat, it's human fall flat. Yeah, so it's good. It's fun. Lots of okay. fun. We, pl we we play that one a lot at home, and it's it's a gas. I'm curious about Clue. That sounds fun. I mean, Clue was such a great game when it you know came to playing it on the board game. So, and you get those characters animated. You know those yeah. cartoon characters, Mister Mustard or Colonel right. Mustard. I guess it is Colonel, Colonel Mustard. Mustard. Yeah. yeah, in the dining room with the candlestick. That's fun. A little more problem solving. I like that. Okay. Um, my AirPods have been through the wash twice. My daughters have been through the wash once. And uh, I took my laptop and put a water bottle in my bag and turned it into a fishbowl. Killed my laptop. But my AirPods still work because they were also swimming in that. So good headphones. My laptop, well, I didn't even give it a chance. It was literally sitting in water. Uh, but good headphones, they matter because, A, you can lose them, you can wash them, and they got to sound decent. Uh, so if you have crappy headphones, it's kind of a one-shot deal. So what do you got here for headphones that can solve problems and make life easier? Yeah, this is kind of an interesting challenge. We've talked a lot over the past three years about how you can turn your home office into a good workable space with the virtual meetings that we're all having but there's a new challenge these days because people are actually going back into offices and everybody's going back into offices and they've all got Bluetooth headphones. And you can imagine all of the interference with all of the Bluetooth headphones trying to connect to all of the devices in an office space. And you can actually lose your connection um, really easily in that space. So Jabra's got Evolve 2 Buds that solve that problem in an interesting way by using kind of an old solution in a new way. When you get the Evolve 2 Buds, you get an adapter, either a USB-C or a USB-A adapter, depending on what kind of ports you've got on your computer. And you plug that little adapter into a USB port on your computer, and that's how the earbuds connect to your computer. It's a direct connection between the earbuds and that adapter, 
it doesn't rely solely on Bluetooth connectivity, which means that you've got a much more robust and stable connection. And I tried them in an office environment that I was in today, and I didn't lose the connection once. And they gave me the same excellent connectivity and sound that I expect and I get from the other Jabra earbuds that I've had. They also are multi-point. So you can actually have your cell phone and your computer connected at the same time. And with the tap on the earbuds, you can swap back and forth. So if you get a call from the school because your kid got into a fight, you can switch to take that call when you're in the middle of a meeting oh with my. your virtual meeting. So because you plug them in to the make the connection and yeah. then you can unplug them after that? Or do you leave them plugged in? Well, you can leave the USB port plugged in and then you just switch back and forth. The headphones, the earbuds themselves will switch back and forth between computer and phone. Okay. Are they so wireless just, though? The head, right? They are. Yep. They're wireless. Okay. And and so the That's USB nice. adapter, it's just, it's just a tiny little thing. Don't lose it. There's a little <laughs> hole. There's a little hole for it in the earbuds case. So when you're done at the end of the day, you put the adapter back in the case where the earbuds go. But mm -hmm. yeah, you're disconnected. These are these are completely wireless earbuds, cool. and they're fantastic. Anybody who owned one of those old uh, my, mouse that that had the USB adapter for it that lost that, they're cringing right now because that's the it works great and, until and, you lose and the that adapter. Is, that is exactly the technology. So that's why it's sort of an old solution, but used in mm -hmm. a new way and in the new environments that we're in. It it actually solves a problem. Very cool. Uh, Blaine Kylo, solocore.com, um, aspiring statistician, fantastic dad, wicked skier. Thanks for being here, brother. Uh, happy end of March, everybody. We'll see you in April.